What's going on, everybody? 360 Digital Closing Bell Week Ahead Podcast. I Buckle up already, guys. This is a wildly busy episode number 51 we have. We missed our 50th birthday last week, Stu, by the way. We didn't do any sort of celebrations. We are now officially an old guy, which is weird to say. Um, we're sitting here. It's 625 here on this gorgeous September 28th, 2020. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, joined by the executive producer show, the purveyor of the show, international news aficionado, an all-around good guy, Stuart Turley, who's also the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, oilandgas360.com. How was your weekend? I didn't ask you that this morning. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and uh, I did way too much for an old guy. <laughs> what did you do? I mean, I, I actually, you you must have been working in the yard, because generally you're tapped in grinding working. You, you, were, uh, you were working hard. What did you have going on yesterday? Um, I had a leak uh, from the water main to my house, and I had to dig it out in order to get the plumber. Uh, <laughs> so we had water at the house. So uh, uh, I joined the chain gang and was digging a long trench. Got a great workout. Well, good. I wish I was handy, and, and we were just talking about my relationship status on the bi- uh, before this other point. Maybe that's one of the reasons I'm single, Sue, is I'm terrible with DIY. I don't know how to fix a car. I, I'm i the guy, just call somebody, or I need my dad's help. So maybe that's something i got to step up, put you through. I need to go through a Stu Turley boot camp. Well, it is. It's very easy. Uh, when you have a girlfriend or a, uh, a wife, become very horrible at painting. Just absolutely mess it up. Spill a can. I was looking. Never... I was looking for like, hey, I'll you know, uh, you can help me out to fix no. a car. No, I can change a tire. That's about all I can do. You'll never have to paint in your relationship. That's a- all right. We digress, people. We have a loaded show for you guys. I'm telling you, as uh, Stu's got a bunch of stuff he's going to cover on carbon capture. Um, clearly, we're going to talk about the Devon WTX uh, PX deal. We have a bunch of different little avenues. You know, how, how does Devon feel about this? How if you're a WPX show? How should you feel? How does the market sort of, you know, all this, the, the stuff surrounding it? You know, the, the, how does the Felix deal put into this? Or, you know, let's not forget WPX was thinking about uh was solicited to be acquired in december 2019 i'm old enough to remember that so there's a lot of different things we can cover that as always we'll cover the levels for crude oil um and check in with the commitment traders but first guys this show is brought to us by the world's greatest website oil and gas 360 where Stu is the publisher guys it's the best website for all of your energy Energy news, oil and gas news, tech finance, energy news. I'm telling you guys, check out our 360 News Deck page, which is really our one-stop shop for all of your energy equity information, really. We have all the top stories for the day. We have all our daily shows that we do live on YouTube, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, where we basically spend 15 minutes running through what happened in the energy equity markets. We have charts, um, you know, equity overview tables. It's basically Bloomberg Light on a website. So I highly recommend checking out all of that out. Stu also runs the Energy 360 podcast, which is one of the best energy thought leadership podcasts on the market. You can find Energy 360 by Intercom on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Stu, who do you have coming up? I know you have a great backlog of guests. I'm I, This is something I was going to ask you after the show. Who do we have rolling out this week? Who do I have to cut up? Um, a bunch. <laughs> I know we have Rob McBride from Inveris, which will be very interesting. I know we have Casey Johnson, uh, president of Enzo Services up in Canada. I know we have yep. uh, two from Shale Specialists, but that might we might throw that more on the back burner. Um, and then right. I know we have Steve Reese, correct? Steve Reese, Midstream Consulting. 
Yes. Um, oh, I thought about that this weekend. By the way, another insight base. When you listen to the show, you get all the insights. We got to reshoot that. It, it's good info. We just got to reshoot that. It's it sounds too bad. Uh, oh, I uh, inside baseball. Yes, we want to make sure that we get it. Yeah, right. we're gonna have to send. We're gonna have to send that back. All right. all right, but it's a great podcast. We're gonna be dropping some of those. Do you have any idea what order they're gonna come out at this week? Um. I need to get through this podcast while we'll work on that. Fair enough. So got we, we've got a great backlog of stuff that we're going to be coming to you guys. It will, uh, it'll be good. So please check that out. Energy 360 by Intercom, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find it. 360 Energy Expert on the Only One Guys 360 homepage. Drop down Industry Insights. Great find. You can find a landing page. We got some great stuff going. All right. Well. Let's start with carbon capture, Stu. I think it's the best place to start because this this is slightly comical, and I, I'm also just fascinated by this. First off, blue ammonia, blue this blue ammonium story you've got from Saudi Aramco is awesome. Uh, I'll I'll tell you what. Uh, before we get started, uh, we have the theory around here, and that is we want to get all of the lowest cost uh, energy to the everybody on the planet let's elevate everybody out of poverty and let's do it while we're good stewards of but the that's, planet and that's just because that's what the the day and and, and and it's because the data shows that it's nothing more there's yeah. no I, I i don't have a side angle here you know what i mean i mean it could be even though we're on an energy uh oil and gas 360 we are also energy 360 and we you know yep. we want to talk about nuclear we want to talk about everything so all that being said uh, this is all about being green. All right. Got that? I've got it. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Exxon, uh, I thought this was a good read and a good article. It was extremely well written. And uh, when you sit back and take a look at Exxon, there's two reasons to have carbon capture. Tax credits and what's coming around the corner is ESG. ESG credits almost all of our majors, BP, uh, Shell, everybody during our BP week, they're talking about going to carbon neutral by, is it 2030, Michael? Um, something like that. And and it's all around. Car- uh, yeah, it's, um, I, it's, uh, it was like 2035. Tw- I mean, I mean, it's, when, I got to figure that date out because I have pledged to get abs by then. Oh, absolutely. And, and so they're. Follow me on my quest. Weird. Carbon neutral. They're getting carbon neutral by taking credits on the goodness that they do. They're still going to be public, you know, putting out carbon. Everybody's going carbon neutral. All right. Everybody's seeking carbon credits. Yes. It's a fallacy that when a company says we're going carbon neutral, they're actually cutting their carbon emissions. What they're doing is they're purchasing credits in order to emit. Because as an economist, we take this cost. There is a level of emissions that is required. There's a graph of you can actually put a number value. Now it's not a great estimation, but you can put a number value on what a pound of carbon is. It's like thirty-five bucks anywhere. It's like anywhere oh, from like five. You can find ranges from like five to seventy. I had to take. I took environmental engineering or environmental economics. Kind of a boring class, but I didn't find. It. But it's really interesting how you can calculate a pound of carbon cost. It's you know the, the most averages here like thirty-five bucks. Right. Which and, is kind of expensive. Uh, I mean, how much does how much do these guys admit? Um, well, there's a, a bunch here, and our our uh, we need to get. That's our why somebody needs to create an ESG like emissions 
like almost Bloomberg Terminal style. Somebody get on that. Uh, I believe I know some uh, guys working on that bad dog. Um, in contact with them. Uh, all right, what do you got? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so all that is to set the stage. Uh, you have Exxon up in the Balkan has had a carbon uh, capture technology up there for many years. And you, you capture the carbon, you pump it back into fracking, and it bonds with the molecules in order to get more really? uh, oil. Sounds great. Very cool. <laughs> well, it sounds like now there's a catch here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they have had multiple, multiple accidents of having to close schools from the carbon uh, CO2 coming up from the ground. So this is not Jed Clampett going, oh, up from the ground came bubbling crude. Up from the ground came, uh, oh, by the way, um, you know, a bunch of CO2. Yeah. So, uh, so is this, is this, and this is where my engineering prowess goes, this is different than CO2 flooding, correct? That is correct. So you, you sit there and, and go, um, you know, anyway, uh, environmental activists say that there's good reason to require rigorous, rigorous, that sounds like M. Fudd, um, uh, oversight. Um, Exxon Wyoming's facility, for example, has repeatedly spewed unknown volumes of gas into the surface, uh, most likely through the old wells as they try to get more oil out of it. Uh, a nearby school was forced to close after carbon dioxide was uh, detected. That's just horrible. See, that's I can get on the side of that's horrible, and we need and we need to figure it's, out and can't let that happen. Absolutely, we want that gives fossil fuels a bad name. Carbon but it's, it's also just unnecessary. It's not like it's exactly. necessary, but we need to cover it up. No, it's just not even necessary at all. Um. Okay. Carbon. Uh, capture credits, 44 million metric tons between 2009 and 2015 is what they've claimed. How much of that actually was carbon credits or pumping up through the ground through schools, hurting people? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pisses me off. I'm sorry for swearing. I know this is a family show. It's a family show. Uh, I'm serious, man. This is and and um, so just to give you an idea. Remember, so so along this point, we were, we were talking about um, you know solving issues. I, I I'd be remiss. Last show I mentioned there was this there was this company that was where that I engaged with at one point. Um, they had it's called Pioneer Energy, and these guys have mobile gas capturing and transporting technology that you can literally throw on your wells. It captures 100% of your gas so you don't have to flare. And it will, and it, it, it's the way they've connected it. They'll just pump it right back in, either to back into the ground. They'll pipe it over to one of your injection wells, or they'll just hook it up with your other chain. It's super easy. So, I mean, there's things like this out there where it's like, it, it makes me not sympathetic when this happens. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and this goes back to our BP week and, and Exxon week and all this other stuff that, they're not giving you the whole story and uh, I'm not a conspiracy. Well, yeah, I am. I'm a conspiracy theory when it comes to I was about to, to correct you. <laughs> fact check. <laughs> I'm fact, just, I, fact I love check a good myself. conspiracy. 
I love a good conspiracy. Uh, okay, so let's move on to Saudi Aramco. Speaking of conspiracies. Um, speaking of, I, I like the folks over at Saudi oh, yeah. Aramco. Oh, yeah, they're good. I mean, Largest uh, company in the world. Um, they're good people. Um, I, 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 I'm i not kidding. I mean, uh, they've called us and wanted to interview us. They like us. So let's talk about blue ammonia. Okay. Ammonia is a very volatile. Uh, uh, that's what blew up Beirut just recently. Really? So that, 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 that was what was in the, the sheds? Yes. Uh, there were two explosions. Uh, and then ammonia, it blew out. And then the Oklahoma City bombing was uh, uh, one U-Haul full of ammonia. Okay, that was fertilizer. So we know it's very volatile. Now, how is the blue ammonia, the, the title of the article is Saudi Aramco sends first blue ammonia shipment to Japan. Yay, it's so, green. But what is, so, so it's, a, it's a volatile thing that one can explode, but you can use it as a fuel? Um, uh, ammonia typically is. However, yeah, oh, so you can use it as a fuel. <clears throat> but <clears throat> Japan will receive 40 tons of blue ammonia, which Aramco says has the potential of significant contributing to an affordable, renewable, low-carbon future. Here's the kitchen. You always got to look for the nuggets in this bad dog. Um and it is blue ammonia is produced from hydrocarbons in a traditional resource, but all of the CO2 generated is captured and isolated. Huh. Okay, so that is natural gas and oil is being used to create this blue hydrogen and uh, blue ammonia, and everybody's going, ooh, it's green. No, it's blue. Uh, <laughs> it's blue. Uh, anyway, that's part of the conspiracy theory is no matter what people are saying from the big boys, there is tax credits, there is ESG credits, and everybody's trying to go, um, this is going to be a long-term story for you and I, and that is trying to bunk uh, carbon credits and trying to find out, follow the money, follow the carbon credits. We're off and running, man. This is yeah no it's it's I agree it's it's follow the credits it's look at this sorry I'm just pulling up uh the Devin and uh WPX are going live for an investor conference I figured I'd pull it up on oh oh absolutely I I had to pull it up on one of my screens so um that'll be interesting to see what they uh they should be going live here in about five ten minutes hopefully let's see I've got them live here they haven't really started anything yet I don't know if the sound on so we'll just see it got to see if anything usually comes across this like gotta love me a good merger slide deck should have some really wild non-gap information that will be cool to dive into but you know so are we gonna are we gonna put non-gap in there with carbon capture credits (laughs) (laughs) well well it's this this whole it idea of credits is, is a super interesting idea, and this is where I would love to, speaking of, we need to get people from School of Mind. I would love to go find some of, especially some of these environmental economics, and really talk about how this industry is, as this, this, this underground market of trading credits work, because what happens is there are... I don't want to... You know, there are examples, and, and they would never say this in their actual... Um, what was I going to say? Um, in their actual... Uh, sorry, I got a lot going on here. They would never say these in their actual merger agreements, but we went over a couple 
agreements that are sort of known on the street is this company bought this company solely for the credits. Solely yep. because they had a stockpile of credit. So, I mean, there's an underground market for these things, and they're valuable if they have them. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know... I think it's, there's. It's I think it's it's, it's a necessary evil right now. I don't know what a better system is than selling credits. Well, you know, there's the idea of, of cap and trade, but but yep. but that's that even. That, but people need to understand. People are not going to understand, Michael, what they are, and until they understand that carbon, they're going to sit back and go, "Oh, Exxon." Uh, I'm just saying this, uh, Amazon, everybody, all the big boys are going carbon neutral. Yay! It's because they're putting $100,000 per credit, whatever the number is. You and I need to open our own carbon credit uh, credit company here and and go, you know, um, anyway, I had a few jokes there. Never mind. No, it's, it's, I, I, it, it would be I would be down to be the, the the dealer of carbon credits. You guys come to us. I mean, we're getting a broker dealer license here. Let's start dealing carbon credits. I mean, we could let's set oh, a market absolutely. for it. Let's 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 do this. Let's become the let's hedge. Let's hedge companies' carbon oh. credits. <laughs> that is a market we can break ourselves into. We will become the ages for hedging um, carbon, carbon credits. credits. Done. New business. No, done. Think- new business model. No, uh, I was thinking more of becoming the uh, Sopranos. Hey, you going to buy your, uh, like... <laughs> you going to uh, buy your credits from me? <laughs> I, I'm not, I have a terrible Italian accent, so I'm not even going to give that a shot. All right. Um, I was about to complain about that. <laughs> you know, I, I think we should. We just need to go ahead. You, I mean, you actually got some other stuff here. You went... You, yep. you got this Middle East stuff and, and you touted something on the show Friday. You said you had some sources yep. Saturday. You didn't have a chance to tout it off in real time. So let me give you a chance to brag. Okay. Uh, I'm breaking my arm as I pat myself yeah, on the, the back. I'm I'll so do the same thing I can't. for you. you go. Nice job. High five. Okay. Hey, uh, we've been talking about Israel. We've been talking about uh, with the Leviathan field. We've been talking about the, the Chevron uh, or the uh, noble purchase of all of its assets and everything else. Wonderful, uh, you know, natural gas going on and Turkey uh, getting in fights. This has all been over the last year that we, I mean, you know, since January, we've been talking about this. Uh, Israel, great news Saturday. I knew it was coming and Israel to hold U.S. mediated talks with Lebanon on the sea borders, a major breakthrough in the Mediterranean energy politics. This is fabulous because the uh, Trump administration had just brokered two other uh, peace deals and he got two nominated for two uh, Nobel Prize. This one is Trump. wait, 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 wait. Trump got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Too. Oh man, and and so this is even beyond that. There's more coming, so um, it is absolutely cool that Pom- Pompeo, our uh, uh, Secretary of State, is right in the middle of negotiating this one with Lebanon and Israel, and I am thrilled to see peace in, over the entire Middle East and mediterranean club med trying to get to energy free or energy independent without war 
it's all I mean I'm all about no no war I agree and uh, that's why I'm nominating you Stuart Turley 2024 Secretary of State can uh, we just start the campaign now can we start the campaign now I couldn't pat uh, Congress had ripped me all up okay the second story that released this morning, which I kind of knew about, and that was Greece calls for peaceful resolution of East Med maritime disputes. Great news for the Mediterranean search for energy independence. So Greece is now trying to negotiate with the U.S. Uh, brokering this deal between Turkey and Greece. And this is phenomenal news because this is the second peace deal out of Club Med that there's about two more coming up. And it, I'm hoping it's this week, but it may be next week uh, on two more deals. So this is absolutely stinking great. Um, and it, it's a whole mess, Michael that is so intertwined between Turkey, Libya, yeah. uh, them coming in. We've talked about all of this on the internet. And I still couldn't day. tell you all of the different ties. I, I, it's incredible how you keep I it told all together. You, you are, I'm, you I'm are, right you're, you're, you're the, you're the international news aficionado, the international man of mystery. You're just yeah. all over the and, place. And, and I haven't seen anybody else putting all these dots together. Yeah. Uh, I almost feel like the conspiracy theory, oh, who was it? Uh, um, uh, Mel Gibson. Remember that movie where he was sitting in the closet and had all the dots all lined up? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 uh, okay, it was kind of funny. I'm but bad anyway, with movies. Um, the last thing on the international news desk is I hope everybody on the podcast can listen to this. But on the Oil & Gas 360 uh, we have a picture from uh, CNOOC, which is the Chinese uh, oil company. And I got real tickled just at the picture that went out with it. The picture was from uh, the sourced. And you see two uh, Chinese oil field workers, and they're looking at a valve in shock. And with their hard hats on, they got gloves that can barely fit. Um, the gloves coming up over it, and it's hanging down to his feet. It's kind of cool looking. And then you look at the guy on those right glasses. He's got little tiny glasses yeah, and he's, he's got, got those, plastic on the side. He's got, those little pie, he's got those little plastic things. I remember seeing those with those. Oh yeah. It's like, I don't mean to sound mean, people. but the nerds would do that in college. When we would go to lab, they would have the little things. On this. It was hilarious. I'm, I put that out there, Michael, just because I thought every safety officer in the world would actually throw up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those, that looks too clean for PPP, for PPE. And oh, I'd be interested oh, in the, absolutely. what's the Chinese version of OSHA? Um, Ocean? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, they just push you off. That's funny. Uh, that uh, is funny. Um all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, it's been. Uh, I, uh, I even though I was digging a trench in my back, the Marianas Trench in my backyard, uh, I did work a bunch on the international stuff. No, I mean you rolled out a bunch of stuff. There's, there, 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 you know, I, I guess still on the international side, but touches on on the U.S. side is Calfrac has come out and responded to. Uh, responded to Wilkes Brothers, as we know, there was this kind of back and forth. Um, 
What, what I just find funny is you can go read this on Oil & Gas 360. It's just a press release, so it's 10 things you need to know about Calfrac's amended recapitalization transaction. It's from Calfrac's IR squad. So, I mean, just again, remember, I've always about who's, who's, whenever you read something, you should ask who's, who's, who's it by? And who's the sources? Who are the sources for this article? I've got to tell you all you need to know about the information you're getting. So, this is Calfrac's team right here, okay? So, clearly, this is going to be funny. One of their biggest things is that they're offering shareholders... 15 cents on the share if, because what Wilkes Brothers is going to do is take it private. Right. But I think what the interesting part is, they don't have common stockholders. They have like, if you go look, I pulled it up on Blue, they have, they only got like 180 outstanding thousand common shares and they're all held by institutions. I think retail holds 6,400 shares. That's what it looks like. If I do my napkin math right. 6,400 shares. So you're, you're, you're haggling you're going to... So statement one is specifically for 6,400 shares. That could be like three people. That's just what kills me. It's like, it's offering its shareholders the opportunity to receive 15 cents per share. Well, no one's getting that besides like six dudes. So who cares? That's why Wilkes Brothers is offering you $26 million in cash because these bondholders now get equity in a company that's now private because this, this, this is going to go private now. It, you know, Michael, when I read this, story, I know two people uh, work for Calfrac. I they they don't have great things to say about that company and the and the people that are in charge over there. Uh, I think the Calfrac. I break any news, but watches, uh, no, I think they watch our show because when they heard all of your stuff, uh, there were four out of the ten things that you had already brought up on our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening. I, I don't know what I mean, to tell you guys. Like you're you 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 you're not talking to that. It just it's just what kills me. It's just it's just what kills me. We you did great though on your analyzation of we could this we could run through all ten. Or, I love number eight. Shareholders should be very skeptical. Wilkes brother claims of confidence being granted exemptions under Canadian takeover bid legislation to speed up. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like no no one who who all it's hilarious. They they, they write this to the shareholder. Okay. But this yep. reads like someone should be. This is like reads like a bondholder. Who, no, no one can understand right. this. No retail investor understands this. <laughs> I just you did. Well, I'm I not mean, a retail investor. I get paid to do this kind of. Not really, but it's my job to know what yeah, this shit means. Well, yeah, I, and you're overpaid. I'm way, I'm way overpaid. <laughs> I am grossly overpaid. But we are taking sponsorships opportunities. So if you want to continue to overpay me, please, we're open for business over here. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, our reach is phenomenal. Shameless plug for both Shameless of you plug and I. So uh, in all reality, I this conflict would be interesting. I don't know. I... Between me and you, I think this company should just... I think we should hold its funeral. But um, they're... No, they're insistent on staying around. So as as our as, as our favorite friends at Princess Bride would say, they're only mostly dead. Um, and the Monty Python says, I'm not quite I'm dead not yet. Not quite dead yet. <laughs> All right. I think we spent enough time dancing around what I think is the, you know, the biggest, I would say, story of that happened this weekend was that was, you know, kind of coming out of left field, Devin and WPX in a combined merger 
that actually is, is, is happening. They're holding a conference call as we speak. I'm kind of just trying to roll through some stuff. There's some interesting nuggets that are popping up on this conference call that I'll, that I'll kind of read off here. Um, but to give you the high-level deals, current market value of about $12 billion, uh, or excuse me, about $6 billion, but the total equity plus debt value is about $12 billion. So it kind of gives you an idea. <laughs> gives you a kind of an idea of the debt sitting around. Um, let's see, some of the interesting deals. Um, some of the interesting nuggets in this deal. Give me a second here. I was on the wrong page here. Here we go. All right, here we go. couple different deals. So it's a $12 billion deal, as I mentioned, $6 billion in actual market cap. They're going to keep the name Devon Energy, by the way. Um, CEO David Hacker is going to move up to executive president or you know, executive chairman of the board. Um, what's the guy's face? Mon- Dale Moncrief. I'm saying his name wrong. Something, something McCreef. Richard M- Moncrief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 62. He's going to be the new CEO of Devon. Um... De- or WPX's uh, COO is moving over now as the COO of the company. Um, it looks like Devin's general counsel staying. This no, no. WPX's general counsel is now becoming the, the new general counsel. Um, current pre- current Devin's current executive vice president of exploration and production, David G. Harris, will now be the executive vice president of corporate development. What is a chief corporate development officer? I can never figure that out. Is that just a Hey, we just don't really want to get rid of you, but we're gonna like. What do you? <laughs> I think that's a, he's a salesman. <laughs> but they just closed the deal. What are they selling? I, well, I, I guess you're right. Interesting, but uh, hey, I, uh, before we uh, go on, I want to give a shout out to all my friends over at Devin. There are some fabulous people working at mm-hmm. Devin. Well, I mean, absolutely. We'll look at it from both sides here because. <clears throat> Like I said, I think people saw the headlines. I'm just trying to kind of give you things that are interesting that you may not read. I dug down into the numbers a little bit. Some interesting stuff. Seven. So they have a. Uh, I, I love reading the salaries just because I'm a I'm a salary guy. David Hager, executive chairman of the board, he's getting a base salary of a million bucks. Incentive target of up to seventy five percent. So hundred uh, his annual incentive targets uh, seven hundred fifty thousand. That's nice. Nice. Richard, the new CEO. Yes. This is a good. Yes. It's a good deal. It's a good deal right here. One point one million for the year, and then he's got a bonus of up to one hundred twenty percent of that. Plus, his annual long wow. uh, annual long term incentives of eight point five million. That's cool. That's nice. Um, yeah, your uh, quota just went up. Yeah, my quote. Yeah, our uh, sponsorship number just went up after reading these. I know you guys were just. I knew you guys were on the phone. Just know that quote number went up. I mean, there's some good stuff here. Um, seventy-five million breakout clause if it's not agreed to by what is it? Uh, it was like March. Uh, what is it? March twenty-six, twenty twenty-one. If it's not agreed upon, it's a seventy-five million dollar um, exit fee that. Um, has to eat, you know, depending on who terminates the deal. So, I mean, are, are we going to come into another Anadar, you know, because remember, before the whole Oxy catastrophe with, with uh, um, um, excuse me, Anadarko, Chevron purchased them. And what's, it's, it, that, I wish I was doing the podcast around that time because I had, a, the, the, it's legitimately what happened with the, that situation with Chevron buying Anadarko and then Oxy coming to save me is the exact same thing that happened with the Denver Broncos when we almost grossly overpaid for Brock Osweiler and the Texans swooped in and saved us and offered him like a million bucks more out of the league within two years. So, talk about, so, but all that being said, you know, I, I, I think this will go through. 
I, I, I don't think it's going to stop. You know, f- highlights from the uh, <laughs> highlights from the uh, um, uh, conference call here. David Hager says, company understands maturing demand dynamics. That's a nice way to put it. Hmm. That's a n- maturing. We're gonna. Uh, that's what it is. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not demand destruction. It's not complete collapse in commodity prices, along with an absolute devastation of forward-looking demand. It's just maturing demand dynamics. Give that guy a raise. Million bucks yeah, too light I, for him. You know, actually, that's what happens when you're married for thirty-four years. Devin, CEO. <laughs> Just read the top line headlines here. Hager says we'll limit top line production five percent. Sixty percent of their production is going to be made up um, in the Delaware Basin. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, they're just going pure Permian. I mean, I think there's a couple things. So there's the highlights. I think you look at it from Devin's side. You know, maybe this is a. Um, a, a merger to preempt an acquisition by a larger super major. I, I, maybe oh. it's that. Maybe it's that type of of move. And from WPX, it makes sense. How do you get acquired by Exxon quicker? Well, you get you merge with somebody else, create now a twelve billion dollar company, and let's see if now in in six months, if commodity prices recover a little bit, you're now sixty percent hedged or sixty percent in the Permian. Let's get some you know, call up our friends at Aegis, get some good hedges in place. I don't know. Maybe there's an attractive opportunity to get really purchased for a nice big number. Now I don't know. I, I think the, the the Oxy deal has scared people. I don't think you're going to be seeing those fifty you know, those thirty to fifty five billion dollar deal. I just don't unless you see a, an upward swing in oil prices. So maybe maybe twelve billion is you know you know it, can they fetch that? Can they fetch twelve to fifteen on the open market in a year and a, in a year as a company? If 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 you believe the Goldman Sachs report. Oil's going to be 65 bucks. Yeah, they probably do get flipped. But if oil continues to, to, to stumble and, and we stay around here, ugh, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, that's an interesting way to look at this deal is maybe they saw this as an opportunity to combine and put themselves in a better position to go be actually acquired. Because it's just a merger. Um, this is a week, you know, mergers and acquisitions. This is a merger. Um, you know, another interesting thing that I saw is, so the street, you know, you know kind of gauging interest on the street here. I think I think half the people really liked it when you talk about you know you talk about analysts investors, um, you know, I I saw a note from a Wood McKenzie guy. They, their analysis showed that you know assuming Devin allocates its cash considerations that it was going to use for capex in twenty twenty one and they use it to pay off some of WPX's twenty twenty three senior notes, the combined company shouldn't have any maturities till twenty twenty six. So that's pretty good. Now Devin's income statement doesn't look great, but now you're moving all down into the thing or into uh excuse me now that you're moving all into the permian not bad another thing that i saw is so as you know w you know another interesting note is why do mergers take place why versus acquisitions Stu, do you have do you have any do you know why that happens there's a lot of different reasons oh sure um the people uh, you know, to sit there and uh, they want, I think you just nailed the the one on this and that is they want to prep up to be bought. I thought that was fab- fabulous. Like, hey, that's great. It's just an idea. I, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of things to go into because there's a lot of reasons why you would merge versus get acquired. And I think one of the reasons why you merge is 
because you they're what we call synergies. And hey, and if you've if you you know Stu, if you're a company and you've cut costs down to the brim, how do you cut costs even more? Down to the bone. Yeah, you merge. The only way yeah. you the only way you grow after you've cut costs to the bone. And you know when people say you know we're we're slashing G and A, well that's because yep. they're it's because seventy five percent of the people that work at WPX and and Felix and 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 and, and what used to be Felix Energy, who I, I knew a couple people that worked there, they're gone. I mean, there's about seventy five. I'm, I'm telling you, I mean that's to, to, in order it, that that that's one reason why you merge is because you say we can take over this, but we can you know the executives at both companies say we can lay off thirty percent. You know, forty percent of what would be this new staff if it was combined, and we can now yep. double our acreage, and we can all still work it. Give ourselves nice little million dollar bonuses. Yeah, done. Sign the deal. Let's write the checks. So, right. You know, if you're a WPX or a Felix employee, you got shafted in this deal. Um, you got absolutely yep. shafted. And if you're a Felix shareholder, you got even more shafted. You got acquired for a billion and a half. Now you're coming around, or if you're a WPX shareholder, excuse me, you grossly overpaid for Felix Energy. And I'm old enough, as I mentioned in the pre-show, to remember December 13th, Stu. Get this. This is, this is they have to disclose this stuff. When you formally offer to buy a company, it has to be disclosed. Get this, Stu. I'm going to read you soon. On December 13th, 2019, Mr. Muncrief, oh, who was the former CEO of WPX Energy at the time, now CEO right. of Devon as of 8 o'clock this morning, <laughs> Mr. Muncrief held a follow-up meeting with the energy company representative. They don't say who because they can't. They don't. They're not telling you who. Not telling you who. They're not. They're not telling you who. But some energy company with whom he had met with November first, twenty nineteen. Let's look up private flight details. Let's find some private because he's probably flying private. That was a corporate jet. That was a corporate jet he was on. During that meeting, the energy company representative indicated to Mr. Moncrief that the energy company would be potentially interested in exploring a potential transaction involving the combination of the energy company with WPX, a.k.a. the company. Mr. Moncrief advised the energy company that while he appreciated the interest of the energy company in WPX, WPX and its board were focused on executing the company's strategic plan, blah, 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 destroying capital. Uh... During this meeting, the representatives <laughs> delivered to Mr. Moncrief a preliminary indication of combination, or excuse me, delivered a preliminary indication of contemplating the combination of the company and the energy company. The preliminary indication of interest contemplated, and this is the spicy parts too, contemplated a premium to the market price of the common stock at the time. So not only did seven months ago they get off, did WPX offer to get acquired at a premium, they were trading at 100%. Their stock was up like 60 more percent. Oh, Man. you want to talk about bots? <laughs> Buying high, sell low. Buy Felix high. Lay off half that staff. Sell low. Merged with Devin. Lay off even more of your staff. Woohoo, that's a doozy. And then, <laughs> excuse me. And there's this. During the breakout session, I wonder where, is that, is that an intercom session? Little breakouts? Is that in, is that in the oil and gas conference? I think it's actually a Barclays. It's actually a uh, Barclays. I think is when you read it. I think it was a Barclays. Uh, yeah, it was a Barclays uh, energy conference. So sorry. There's wasn't as much fun as ours. Nah, definitely, definitely not. During this breakout session, the board discussed preliminary indications of the interest that have been provided, Mr. Martin, blah, 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 oh, including its economic terms and the premium to the market price. If you're a WPX shareholder, you got whoop. I think you got 
what I, you got a examination. <laughs> they asked you to bend over and touch your toes. Okay. You got examined by the doc. <laughs> Moon River. Hey, is that the whole fist doc? No, yeah. uh, that's out of Fletch. Chevy Chase. So, um, Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, you were talking about it doesn't hurt. I mean, you talk about the bone, right? Cutting to the bone. My uh, dojo master, when I was in uh, all my black belt stuff with my kids, uh, did get my black belt. But uh, our saying on the wall was, it doesn't hurt till the bone shows. So, you know, that's why people merge. I thought that was a technical reason there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think there are some, you know, I... I Luckily, I'm you know if, if I was a WPX shareholder and if I had been a long term one, I would be depressed right now. Um, be, but um, I think if you're a Devon share, if, if if you're on the Devon side of this, I think this is a decent deal. Um, I, I think I think you covered it outstandingly well. Outstandingly well. We need to get that. A lot of things we need to get on T-shirts. Do we need to open up an oil and gas 360 merchandise and just start getting all these? I need a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood shirt. I need that on a mug. Can I get that on a mug? Oh, absolutely. And then uh, good management, good numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get that. Uh, we and got, if you we be, got a few. And if you pay, and it? if you, you know, we're, we're, we're capitalists over here, so we'll throw your logo right under that if you just pay us enough money. Oh, absolutely. You don't even have to and, be good uh, management. We're just what, what's a few billion between friends? Exactly. What's a few billion? How are we not in on this? Uh, how did we not get in on the rebrand for this, Devin? Give us a call, man. Yeah, we could have fixed it. Half the price. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would cause you a friends and family discount. So, All Absolutely. Right. I think that's everything, you know. I mean, it was a busy weekend, Stu. I mean, I usually try to, you know. But, you know, obviously this Devin WPX deal Email me, uh, mtanner at Intercom Inc. Tell me I'm stupid. Um, you can find my email in the show notes. I think we look at the levels for the week. As always, this segment is sponsored by Sandstone Capital Group. These guys do great research, guys. Just call them. 303-907-6825. SandstoneCG.com. Tell them the podcast sent you. It's the only way we get credit. Time stands uh, 7.06 a.m. So pit opens in about 22 minutes here. Um, 4073 currently is Royal Trade and actually taken off a little bit. Um, I'd be interested to see what's coming across the news ticker here. Um, probably has something to do. Um, yeah, currently hitting up a top level right now. So I said, I mean, kind of it was real choppy last week. You know, if you want to cover what happened, you know, if you want to know what happened last week in the, in the levels, please go check out, um, our daily, our, our show last week, uh, episode number 50. We were, uh, we're an old man now. So, uh. But when I when I look at what I see this weekend or, or, or what I look going forward, I, I think a lot of it hinges on on what's going to happen Wednesday and Thursday with our, our with you know with our with, with our DOE inventories. Um, I think I think production will be interesting to see. I think you know if you go to you know we have a bunch of stuff on oil and gas three sixty right now. If you go look at, at at where oil production is trending, you know we we've been running conflicting, you know we've had conflicting. Reports coming out from a lot of different sources. Some people say we've reached peak oil. Some people say that we have. I, you know, if, 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 you know, if, if, you know, it'll be interesting to see what we do. You know, I look at the biggest drivers, what price is going to be this week. One, I think we're back into, um, news of, of the virus. I mean, I've been hearing things from, from, from around different parts of the country that things are getting a little creepier now. Things are starting to kind of, wind back in and i don't know if that's something because of the election or whatever i don't know i really don't know so it'll be uh it'll be uh you know a uh a really good uh 
a really good indication. I think when we look, you know, I'm I, I'm probably bearish this week. I mean, when you look at it, oil is now currently spiking for you know, it's, it's had a good overnight session here. I, I'm just not sure oil needs to be 30, you know, 43 to 45 bucks. You know what I mean? I think that the cap on this is 42, 43 bucks. Um, if we do spike above that, great. Um, I did see on, this is what I love Twitter for. Um, <clears throat> I did have a, uh, one of my favorite things to go is, is stripper operators. They tell you a lot about what's going on in the industry right now. So here's an idea. Update from a stripper operator. Shut-in wells will lift cost over $40 until October 1st. 14%. It's about 14% of their operations. Getting hedges sent up with counterparties to grab some of the low 40s. Maybe 25% of the production or whatever services they're dead. Determinations were uh, working redeterminations right now should survive. So that's an update from our stripper friends, Stu, which is good to hear. Especially at the, I mean, it's not great, but they're in business. And if they're and if you're operating cash efficiently, you can make money in this time. And that, that's why I just don't think, you know, and that's why, you know, at these numbers, yeah, I, I, I don't know. The, the long-term fundamentals just don't look good, Stu. I, th- I think we're going to see stocks rise this week. Um, I think on the nat gas side, I'm still waiting for 350 gas. I'm Even that 12-month strip don't look like it. That 12-month strip still 316. Well, think about it. Uh, you're going to have blue uh, ammonia. You're going to have green uh, LNG, you're going to have all the stuff made out of fossil fuels, uh, and it's all coming around natural gas. It'll get there. I mean, yeah, I think by caps, you know, if, you, if, if you're looking to sell, if, you, if you're going to day trade oil, um, one, good luck. Two, probably, you know, I would say a couple levels. You want to look at 4136 is a good selling level. Um, I think 4187 is another good selling level. Um, a couple buying levels is probably 3973. You know, point of control. 39.94 so the farther we drift away from that could be a nice um, um could be a nice uh package deal there commitment to traders i was looking at it didn't really you know a pretty um a pretty you know non-interesting on, on, on the on the on the commitment to trader side if you know exactly what you expect um hedge funds are you know cutting all of their long positions why well they're just getting shorted out um, that's what's happening right now. A lot of these hedge funds were getting short, and they're adding to what their long positions. Well, they're just they're just re getting up there. So that's and then we're talking about a you know a week prior. So that'll be very interesting. Swap dealers are going busy on the short side, which makes sense. Everybody's trying to get their hedges in place for their redetermination uh, process. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, the way that the way hedge funds trade oil is not the way I think the oil and gas, you know, they're they're in it for a, a different purpose. Stu, you were going to say something? Uh, no, I was laughing. I had to laugh. So, man, it's been a long show. We miss anything? Uh, I don't think so. I just uh, I want to let everybody know we've got some great subscriber benefits coming around the corner. Uh, we are launching a ton of tools on oil and gas 360 and with the importance of esg we got some stuff coming around the corner dude we have a lot of cool stuff coming around the corner you can check it all out at oil and gas at the world's greatest website oilandgas360.com but i think with that we're gonna go ahead and get out of here let you guys start your day cue the music thank you for checking out the 360 digital closing <laughs> bell here at the world's greatest website oil and gas 360.com for Stuart turley i'm michael tanner thank you guys We'll see you this afternoon for the digital ticket.